The Florida State Seminoles are about to have a top five class, but can they finish it out with elite players like Cam Coleman, Jeremiah Smith, and Kai Bates? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another episode of Locked On Seminoles. Today's going to be a lot of recruiting topics across the board, and including hammering the Gators because their recruiting class has fallen apart. But first, please hit that like button, that notification bell, and subscribe to this podcast and share it wherever you can. And comment if you've got any questions about recruiting, I'm happy to answer. That is definitely my area of expertise. And right now is my time. We're getting close to National Signing Day on December 20th. And with that, We are also involved with LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stake wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team. Faster and for free, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, today's episode is all about recruiting. If you do not like recruiting, Find another podcast for today. This is not the one for you. The good news for Knowles fans, uh, just about all the news today is good. I got one piece of intel that is not going to favor the Knowles, but otherwise it's it's pretty awesome. This is the rarest of the rare because recruiting is random, especially in the NIL and transfer portal era. Today's show is going to be pretty positive. So it's not any one point. It's just the entire gamut. For about 20 minutes or so, maybe 25, we're going to talk a lot of positive news about the Knowles, and that that includes, again, as as I hinted at a minute ago, the Gators are in trouble. (laughs) So we'll get to that here in just a minute. First off, Jeremiah Smith, wide receiver, Shamanad Madonna, in my opinion, the number one player in the land. There's a lot of smoke with him and Florida State. Here's what I know. He's going to visit on the 8th of December officially. Why does that matter? Florida State has had Jeremiah Smith on campus a half dozen times, I'm guessing, in the last two years. Maybe it's more. Whatever. Norvell and his staff have played from behind because he committed in December of last year to Ohio State. That being the case, he is still continuing to take trips. And Florida State's offense obviously is explosive and quite honestly has looked a lot better in Ohio State's this year. How does that promote Florida State? Well, that's up to the eye of the beholder because quarterbacks change and obviously a certain Jordan Travis will no longer be in Tallahassee or Dope Campbell Stadium beyond this year but it's also about relationships. And look, this is just my projection. I was planning to go see Jeremiah this week, and then I saw who Shamanad was playing. It's a team they'd played earlier this year and smoked 56 to nothing. Uh Uh-uh. I am not going to that game. I'm not going to pay attention to that. I will go nuts. I'm going to go see Kai Bates, who I'll talk about here in just a second. When I do see Jeremiah, I'll get more info on it, but we're probably going to have to wait for him to go through the December 8th date anyway. And at that point, he'll probably not really do interviews So my guess is the following. Unless something really changes, I'm always going to pick Ohio State because I'm just going by what he had told me originally. But there's just no reason to take this visit otherwise. Why is he still taking an official visit in December? He's been to Florida State 100 times. Something's real here. If you would have told me that even three days ago, I wouldn't have believed it. But I'd heard a few things leading up till today in this podcast. And then 
looking at the notes. I'm like, yeah, he does have to visit. This is unusual. Jeremiah is very, very, very consistent in what he does, like what he tells me or any other reporter on the trail. I haven't talked to him in a while, and I'm not really sure that it matters. But again, why would you take the official visit at this point if you're going to Ohio State? There's nothing left for him to see at Florida State, right? Again, he's been there a half dozen times. This is a good trend for the Florida State Seminoles. If they sign him, it changes your program. This is the best wide receiver recruit on and off the field, not only in football, but it's kind of he's a good guy. He's going to assimilate to any locker room he goes to. It wouldn't matter if it was Washington State, Florida State, Penn State. It would not matter. Tremendous kind of person you want to have around your teammates, your coaches, and just the alumni and the institution itself. This is a good trend. Now, what can they do between now and the time he decides? That's up to Norvell and his staff. Again, I'm not going to see him this week. I'm not going to watch them win by 50. Wish they were playing somebody a little better. I'd get some more intel. Maybe next week I'll check it out and we'll figure it out. But uh, until then, all I know is Jeremiah Smith's visiting on December 8th, and that's a great thing for Florida State. Speaking of receivers, and I'll just get this out immediately. Cam Coleman was recently at Florida State. Tremendous player. If there is a receiver on the same level, and ironically, similar body type, it's Cam. Phoenix City, Alabama, I've been told that he's about 40 minutes or so from Auburn. Florida State and Auburn were the two, but I was told yesterday that Auburn is the team. Barring something changing, and this is recruiting, he's probably headed to Auburn. Now, you're probably saying, wait a minute, he's committed to Texas A&M. Well, yeah, but Jimbo Fisher is gone. That He's not going to A&M. All of this could happen very quickly. Some kids decommit, and then they make a choice you know, later. Some kids decommit privately, make a phone call and commit, and then just announce the whole thing all at once on Twitter or Instagram, whatever it may be, TikTok. I have no idea what Cam's going to do. I've only met him once. I know Jeremiah pretty good. Cam, I've been told, though, is going to go to Auburn. We'll see if that's right because there's still a long way to go, and there's a lot of intel that could change. These kids are still 17 years old. I'll find out more later, but I have really good contacts with the Auburn situation, so we'll find out if I'm right or not in the end because, again, this could change. The other guy, and I'm going to go see him Friday night tomorrow, is Kai Bates. I mentioned him earlier this week. I have heard good things about his situation, but I want to confirm it. I haven't heard it from somebody like the Auburn information I just gave. I'm very confident in that info. I don't have any solid info on the Kai Bates flipping from LSU. He's decommitted. He's one of the kids that went ahead and just decommitted, but essentially flipping from LSU to Florida State. But they are a team to watch. I don't know if he's going to, there's been a lot of stuff about this on social media. Is he going to Tennessee? Is he going to another location this weekend? Florida's trying to get him or, or Miami or whatever. Florida State's definitely trying to get him back. I have not heard one way or the other, and he may not have decided. That's one of the prime reasons I'm going to go see his game Friday night. But everything, at least from the smoke, is that Florida State's the team to beat. If he visits again this weekend, it's kind of hard to not see Kai Bates end up in Florida State's class. And quite honestly, that would just be as good a defensive back class as I can think of. I mean, they've got a bunch of guys committed already that can play for any school in the country. You add Kai Bates to this Florida State recruiting class? That would almost be unfair. This is a very good sign for the Knowles. They've had a hard time keeping some of the best players home over the last decade, but now that's starting to change, and kids like Kai Bates would be a great, great way to do that. 
On the other side, we're going to get into the Florida disaster. I mean, I've got a, I had to get out a notepad, a notepad to list all the names to make sure I didn't miss anybody that's either decommitted for the Gators soon to or could. And Florida State's involved with some of this as well. It's not exactly a good time right now in Gainesville. But of course, if you give up 700 yards and 50 plus points to the LSU Tigers, that explains a lot. So with that being said, uh, we're, we're going to talk about that and more a little Florida State versus Florida two here in just a little bit. First up, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every potential new hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain Do you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. For instance, I am also looking for people right now, and it is very difficult. Interns, if you're looking for interns, a great way to do it would be LinkedIn Jobs. It doesn't just have to be a 10-year professional that has five years of managerial experience. Your small business may be looking for an intern. I'm that guy too. It's hard to find them. LinkedIn Jobs will help you go through, get the right screening questions to make it easier for you. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, we are going to chat about Athletic Brewing Company. Athletic Brewing Company. The Game Changer of the Week brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company is going to be Trey Benson. And this is why I say that. Florida State's offense played very well in the right spots against Miami. Getting ready for the Gators game, I know it's next week. They need the running game to be ready to go. As I talked about in yesterday's show, UF stinks at stopping the run now. They need to get everything lined up, get the guys healthy up front. The running game, so Benson, who's been the leading rusher for the Knowles, can take off. Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game and the alcoholic, excuse me, the Trey Benson situation fits that because he's completely changed Florida State's rushing attack. So here are a couple of things that I like about this company. Number one, they have non-alcoholic brews and they have a lot of mild beers. I'm not an IPA guy. If you want something that is not a powerful, going to knock you over kind of beer, check them out. They've got great tasting and award-winning beers and not all of them are the IPAs. And again, you can get non-alcoholic brews. Athletic Brewing Company is a great option for you. They've got over 50 styles of beer that are craft, and you can get about anything you can imagine from Goldens and Sours. So with that being said, first-time customers use Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. That's Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com com near near beer exclusions and conditions apply athletic brewing company fit for all times so let's talk bad about the gators because it's just true i don't hate any of the teams in the country anymore i'm just a guy that covers sports that's basically how i try to approach it to be objective but i cannot remember in my lifetime and this is just being honest. If somebody is a Gator fan watches this, wants to bitch, feel free. But these are just facts. They are imploding at a rate that is as sad as it was awesome for them back in, I think it was June, when they had like eight commitments in 10 days or something like that. It was crazy. Great for the Gators then. 
Well, when you go out on the field and you just lay an egg and then another and then another, that doesn't happen at the end when it matters. And that's National Signing Day, which, by the way, is December 20th. So this is what's happened recently with Florida's class. It's a top 10 class, but it's falling apart. They've lost Wardo Mack, cornerback out of John Eret in New Orleans. He's flipped from Florida to Texas. Really good corner. Jamonte Waller, a kid I've seen recently. Dude. Picayune, Mississippi, can play outside linebacker, be a pass rusher, could even play off-ball linebacker. Dude, every school in the country has offered him. He flipped to Auburn. They have also just recently lost 300-pound interior defensive lineman. Hard to find those guys. Nasir Johnson out of Dublin, Georgia, flipped from Florida to Georgia. And this is where it gets really interesting. I was told... Amaris Williams is he's the stud. I think he's as good an interior pass rusher in the country. Complete dude. Clinton, North Carolina, Ohio State is allegedly trending for him. He took a visit there not all that long ago. Again, this is an NFL player in my eyes. I don't really see it not being that way, barring injury. Freakazoid. He's allegedly going to flip fairly soon, too. If they lose just him, and I, there's more, trust me, I've got a sheet here for a reason. Florida is in trouble. If they lose him, that would be alone, depending on how you want to count Waller, three big-time defensive linemen. You're lucky to get three D linemen in two classes, no matter who you are, that really pan out. You can't lose three in one class. And we're not done. It's, it's unbelievable. The other thing is LJ McCray, the stud out of Daytona Beach, Mainland, Florida State recently hosted him. He could end up with Florida State. We'll talk about that in just a second. And there's also his teammate, Xavier Mincy. I don't know as much about what Zay is doing. Great kid, by the way. He's a corner slash safety. He can play pretty much anywhere in the secondary. They're going to be at Miami this weekend, but I don't think that's going to be their landing spot. Florida State, Auburn, look out for those schools. It's it's crazy, though, especially with Mincy. I wouldn't wager as much. LJ, I've heard a lot of smoke with Auburn. Again, I have pretty good contacts there but I still wouldn't guarantee anything. Watch out for Florida State with both of those guys. Though. How sweet would it be for FSU fans if you not only get somebody that's a great player and not just good at a spot like LJ McCray can play up and down the D-line. His long-term upside is tremendous if you flipped him from the Gators. Florida State fans would be pretty, pretty happy. He's a top 150 kid by anybody's projection. 247 has him top 10. I think that's a little high because he's still a projection guy. He's learning D-line, but you cannot teach his measurables, his attitude, his athleticism, and he's a good dude. Again, kind of like Jeremiah Smith, LJ's the kind of guy you want in your locker room. All of those things, moving away from Florida is what I expect. I, I could be wrong, and Florida could, you know, they could somehow retrace their steps, get this, but I haven't had one piece of good intel on Florida, and I'm still not done. This is unreal. The other guy that is put your smoke screen up for this is Adarius Hayes. He's a lifelong Gator fan. Plays at Largo High School. Top-notch kid. He's hilarious to be around. But this is a young man committed to him a long time ago. He's been down to Miami multiple times, and he could end up there. But I don't think his recruitment is necessarily done. He might go to Miami again this weekend, but let's see where else he goes again. Signing day is December 20th. If they lose him on top of it, that would be four guys because he's another edge linebacker guy. I think he would, would be best served 
if he placed his hand in the dirt long term, he's 220, 64, 65. But wherever it is, Darius is a very good football prospect. He's got offers across the country. That's a situation where you would have lost four guys in your front seven. That's insane. Florida? I mean, Florida State fans obviously don't like Florida, but I'm sure you get the perspective here. How does that happen to Florida? And I know the LSU thing and they're playing bad and all that. That is just crazy to me. It's not a lock that he's going to flip, but I've been told by somebody close to the Florida program, watch out for this. Not a good sign. Not a good sign at all for UF. And that could eventually, quite honestly, help out Florida State on the field because you want to play a team that well, good. You want your rival to be good. You want to beat them, though. If they're losing this many players, how many times are they really going to beat Florida State in the future if the Gators are losing this many recruitments? I mean, or recruits, excuse me, that's crazy. Then again, like I mentioned a minute ago, Wardell Mack, you're probably not familiar with him. I guarantee you Florida State staff is. Out of New Orleans, really good corner. Texas does just randomly recruit kids from Louisiana. They don't have to leave the state borders very often. They went and got him for a reason. I don't know what's going on in Gainesville, but they're in trouble. And I don't have anything personal against Napier or staff. I don't know any of those guys, you know, really that well. I, I know Corey a little bit. I've met him before. The corner's good, great guy. But I don't understand how they can lose this many players. Something's goofy. But Florida is in, in a lot of trouble. So on the other side, I'm going to talk a little bit about the ramifications of this, how Florida State can capitalize a little bit, and finally just – the overwhelming thought process with recruiting between these two schools historically, it's, it's pretty unique. So with that being said, today's final sponsor is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform here in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other people, including sharks, people around spreadsheets, and just pros. All you got to do is pick more or less two to six player stats, like 20 yards rushing, 50 yards pass, or 50 yards rushing, whatever it is, and that's it. You can win up to 25 times your money. Here's the thing that I like about it. It's simplistic. You find a team that you like and or know very well, maybe it's a matchup, and then you bet on that player. However, if you don't see something you like on one, there's plenty of others. You can do it from a team perspective. You can do it on rushing yards. You can do it on a player perspective. The options are unlimited. Best part about it is probably this. They've got injury insurance, basically. In the first half, if a guy goes down and he gets banged up, doesn't play, he is rebooted. That's pretty cool. So look at that as a perspective, whether it's a Florida State game, et cetera, that's up to you. So go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college and use code locked on college first deposit match of up to 100. Again, Go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, final bit here is the overwhelming thought about the Florida State Seminoles obviously rising and recruiting and Florida going into the toilet right now. It makes no sense to me, and I've covered recruiting in some capacity a very long time and followed it since 1990. That's a long time. I do not remember a class taking on water like this that was so high up. I mean, Florida was on the fringe of being like the top class in the country there for a little while. And they start, they're still going to have really good players like DJ Lagway's a dude. Don't get me wrong. He's going to give 
Florida State problems in the, in the future, but you have to be able to stop people. So let's talk about it from this perspective. Think back as a Florida State fan, no matter how old you are, you've probably seen film of games. You might talk to your grandfather about it, the 1993 Florida State Florida game, whatever it may be. All these different matchups. The difference in those games was almost always defense. Offense is what people talk about, Heisman quarterbacks and all that, and I get it. I get it. The teams that won almost every time won in the trenches. With all these guys that Florida's losing, do you really think they're going to win in the trenches against the Knowles or, quite honestly, in the SEC moving forward? This is bizarre. Florida has always been, throughout my lifetime, even when they've had pretty mediocre teams and they've had some mediocre coaches to have that happen, they still had a guy up front. You're like, man, he's he's somebody you got to double team. He's somebody you got to account for. You can't lose, even like if they somehow backtracked and only lost two of these guys. You cannot lose guys like Jamonte Waller and be happy. You cannot lose guys like Nasir Johnson and be happy. These are national recruits. And you're going to lose more than that? It's not over. Florida State has a chance here to not only kick in the door, but to set up shop, put their boots on the desk, and have a party right inside Florida's backyard, because this is a trend they can take into 2025, six and beyond. I don't say things like that very often because recruiting is fluid, but something is off. I don't know what it is, but in my lifetime, I have not seen anything quite like this in a short order. And maybe it's a new trend and I'll see it with some other schools. And let me be clear. I'm talking about with prominent programs. If it happened at Oregon state in 1998, I don't know, but I don't care. This is Florida. It's different. Whether you like them or not, you got to respect their program's history. There's something wrong, bad wrong, going on in Gainesville. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. Once again, please hit that like button, hit that notification bell, and share this podcast. I would appreciate it if you commented. Ask about a recruit on the YouTube channel. Please do. It's a great way to do it. And quite honestly, it's just a lot of fun to get conversation going and it's a great time to talk about Florida State recruiting because they're rolling. They've got some big names coming up, Jeremiah Smith, et cetera. We're going to find out for sure. Maybe they end up with Cam Coleman, and my source was wrong, but I think he's going to Auburn. We'll, we'll find out. With all of that said, everybody have a great day, and thank you very much.